millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. To the Junk Time AFL Podcast for round one, 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who sent his own hair into the AFL to be tested. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Would you believe, Michael, apparently they don't, they won't test pubes. Really? Yeah. They just, they've changed their, well, I didn't even know if they had a pube policy, but if they did, they've changed it. And what were you hoping to test positive for? Clembuterol, <laughs> I was hoping. And, uh, just a quick apologies to everyone who's come to the live show. Firstly, thank you so much for coming out. And uh, we would like to apologise and say sorry we couldn't get the horses up the stairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been very disappointing. They, the horses pulled out, so they're worried about knee injuries and stuff. So, yeah, it hasn't quite worked out the way we wanted it to. We have some very important... We've got so much to talk about. But first thing we're going to talk about, the hot topic of the AFL in 2016 is that the Junk Time AFL podcast is brought to you... We're sponsored. By Sportsmate Mobile Footy Live, the ultimate AFL app for every type of footy fan in this room right now. It's our favourite AFL app. That's right, Adam. Yes. And soon it will be yours too. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store, Google Play to download Footy Live right now. And it's amazing because you can check out the app and uh, watch Fremantle get flogged. You can check out the uh, statistics. It's great. At the minute right now, the doggies are absolutely flogging Fremantle. Isn't that great? I mean, Ross Lyon said he was going to turn that team into an attacking weapon this year. Absolutely. And he has done that. They've they've kicked many more points than they did last year. Ross Lyon's in the box right now going, oh, I think that... uh, (laughs) It'd be a really good idea if we kicked more goals, but yeah. those cunts out the front, I don't <laughs> fucking want... I, I always think a good game plan is to maybe maybe stop people from kicking goals, but I'm getting pretty angry. I might have to stab some fuck in the face, because... <laughs> Do you reckon you ever considered about, like, maybe if they were going to wanting to kick uh, more goals, maybe drafting a forward? Yeah, that's a good point. Just yeah. to start. I mean, yeah. I don't know how to coach, yep. but, you know, as a Carlton supporter, I know we got rid of all ours, yeah, yeah. and our scoring's gone down quite rapidly. That's so true. I understand the logic of it. Adam, don't be too harsh on Fremantle. Let me—they do have the weapon, Zach Dawson. I mean, yeah, that's we, true. Yeah. He's a swingman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, actually, I know it's like about three-quarter time now, but you know, we, oh, well, there's five minutes to go. The doggies are 59 points up. At any moment, Dawson's going to cut loose. <laughs> <laughs> we'll introduce our very special guests. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on stage, Limo and Dave Thornton. <laughs> Grab a seat, my friends. Obviously, we've got uh, Limo back, and it's always good to have you back after Hawthorne have won yet another fucking premiership. Um, yeah. I'm really excited by that. I said I will only come on this show after a Hawthorne premiership, <laughs> and I'm sick of being back. 
Hey, uh, Lemo's the regular guest. Thono, it's your first ever time on the Junk Time AFL podcast. I think we might, at the end of this, have a bit of a Gatorade Bukaki, hey? Do you yeah. reckon that? Yeah. Get, get in the circle, yeah. chuck the Gatorade around, we'll sing a team song. We'll Jesus sing We Love Football. Christ. That's like the iTunes terms and conditions when you update. You don't read it. You don't. I didn't tell just, you. <laughs> I've just signed up and then what? What am I doing? Yeah, you're coming to Bukaki, my friend. So the yeah. Sydney Swans last night, they had five debutantes in the Gatorade Bukaki last night, as oh, someone really? pointed out to us on Twitter. So the Gatorade Bukaki, you know, at the end of a game, yeah. when everyone stands around, they just just give them a bit of a Gatorade yeah. Bukaki. Jeez, it's very self-explanatory. It's a bit, bit different to your schoolies Bukaki that you were telling us about earlier. <laughs> yeah, 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 I completely misread yeah. this. Now, Liam's we're across that you're a Hawthorne fan, but Dave, yep. you grew up in Geelong, didn't you? That's right, for better or worse. When did yep. you move to Melbourne? I moved to Melbourne when I was 21. Yep, yep. Uh, I went overseas first. And then came back with a bit of reflection and went, fuck this place. <laughs> uh, witness relocation, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the speed cameras are on the Geelong freeway. You're like, yeah, yeah I was going 130. I'll never be back. So <laughs> I will cop that fine. So, yeah, then came up here. You said the meth here, the meth here is good, but it's probably better in Melbourne. Is that what you thought? Yeah, this is the highbrow blue ribbon meth. Uh, it's the kind of stuff so we you like. So through the, the heady days of Geelong making four, four grand finals and not winning one, what was that like in the town? Mm. Like you could have made Geelong sadder. Yeah. Mate, it was funny because I, I wasn't really into footy when I was a kid. Both of my parents were immigrants, so they kind of didn't understand how the whole thing worked. Yeah. Oh, where are they and from? Um, Dad's English, Mum's Dutch. Oh, gotcha. So, I didn't know that about you, Dave. That's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no time in Manus for them. <laughs> yeah. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> hey, guys, if you listen to the AFL podcast, it's like Ancestry.com. Yeah. It's yeah. really entertaining. Yeah. Who do you yeah. think you are? Ando's about to come out. Find my family. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I remember in 89, so I was nine years old, and then mm. it kind of, because we were so shit leading up to that point. Yep. And then it just came out of no. Like, I distinctly remember us, we were just walking the dog, and it was just like in Geelong where... Like walking the dog or yo-yoing? Like, I could be... <laughs> yeah, yeah, The family just went out, so Dad did round the world. <laughs> you know, I get in the centre square, no one's seen this shit, and everyone in Geelong just congregates around. <laughs> what manner of evil is this? Wow, that, that yo-yo reference took me about a minute. That is, that is gold. It was good. Did you never yo-yo? I, never? I did yo-yo, yeah. I could never... Did you walk the dog? Yeah, but only like once, and then you have to wind it back up. I was never... Oh. I never had a good yo-yo. I didn't have a good heavy Coca-Cola yo-yo. Mm-hmm. Right. You needed one of the, or a Fanta one. Yeah. Oh, Fanta. Did you ever rock the baby? Yeah, get that yeah. I, well, I, I think I probably tried. I don't think I actually did it. Yeah, right. I saw a guy in a suit, like a very kind of business type of man, you know, making mm. big money in the city. Kind of went for a tram, or whatever. I'm sitting and watching. I, I like people watching, and all of a sudden, just out of his pocket, just pulled out yo-yo, and started yo-yoing. <laughs> How long ago was you this? Serious? It was like about a year ago. I was like, that's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, even if you're at a yo-yo tournament, it's inappropriate to yo-yo. <laughs> I'm surprised there aren't more yo-yos in Fitzroy. It was like a hipster kind of thing yeah, to have a yo-yo on you. Yeah, no, that's really true. I think we've actually worked into a new world now. I think starting next week will be the yo-yo podcast. <laughs> just, so, just like if there's anyone under 25 who's just clocked off on your podcast, guys. <laughs> so 89, you're nine years old. So the, the Cats hadn't made the final. It was a great deal since maybe the early 80s. And then you make it in 89. So... You're into football by now? Well, then it all kind of came about. I distinctly remember, yeah, walking along the road and then someone just, they, they, like, the dad was out watering the garden. We were just walking past the house. Didn't know these people, but, like, the, his son just opened the door and was like, we're fucking on top! 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> this, this look, this, this look of what the hell just happened. Yeah. And you just, and I remember the grandfather, it was vivid. Like, it was just. And did his parent correct him? Son, we are fucking on top. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't send you Geelong grammar for nothing. <laughs> so, um, and then the grand final was just, it was honestly, it sounds like a cliche, but it was the first time I'd seen a lot of grown men cry. Yeah. Like, we literally had all congregated around mm. the TV. And remember the first quarter, I have to tell you, Limo. Who had to steal the TV? <laughs> That's why they were crying. They yeah. took it back in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I told you, wear gloves. Don't put your fucking finger on top. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we all came steamrolling back, and we just thought, oh, this is going to happen. And then it was just like I literally saw grown men around me, not fully contemplating what the hell's going on, yeah, but going, yeah. this is this is something. This yeah. is definitely something that affects people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you had '92 and '94 and '95. Like, so after '89, you you get deeply into football. <laughs> well, then also from that on, from then on. It was, yeah, we know the history, but I, I do remember 95 against Carlton. By then, we were like 16, and we'd all congregated at a mate's house. And at yeah. half time, we were so used to it, we just gave up yeah. and went for kick for kick because we're like, this will be a better game. Just <laughs> out on the street than watching us get pummeled for the fourth time. Like, at, at least we'll know a winner there. Yeah. I, uh, when, <laughs> exactly. Do you have any Gary Ablett stories? Because everyone who lived in Geelong through that period yeah. has a Gary Ablett. Like, they might have seen him on a ride on mower cruising yeah, past the local shops. It's always or, about the ride on mower, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. For those, the, yeah, for or those just, who don't know the story, it was uh, Gary Ablett's house had, like, the, the lawn was overgrown, and so the club yeah. said, you've got to, it's got to look respectable, so they gave him a ride on mower. And he didn't use it for that. He just used it to get to the shops and the bottle and stuff. It's kind he of a, just ride around Geelong on it. It was the 1990s equivalent of Brian Lake using the golf cart, the golf uh, yeah, yeah, cart yeah, to get yeah. to his, um, the Caroline Springs Footy Club. Yeah. <laughs> but so were you on the nature strips? They were short. So <laughs> okay. he did his job. But yeah, you would hear all these stories too about Gary Ablett Senior just turning up to to restaurants, like the best restaurants yeah. in town, and then uh, yeah. with the with the best bakeries. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and he would he would finish and then kind of point at the money maker and go yeah the big guy's not paying you <laughs> and then just walk out I, I, I don't think he pointed he just walked out yeah I think, well you didn't he used to get cars from Ford and then if he ran out of petrol he'd just leave it on the side of the road and yeah. hitchhike back to Geelong <laughs> yeah, yeah so, and then someone would just go and pick the car up later on Jeez. how did that industry fall apart in Geelong Gary Ablett Senior just ripped it out <laughs> and they just reward him with another car and the, the funny thing is we've still got the Shell refinery there like we had petrol <laughs> and cars yet both of them is like, no, I'm yeah. done here. Where's my ride on lawnmower? <laughs> yeah, it's on two strokes. And do, do you, did you see players around town? Because I mean, I imagine they would have been massive dudes in town, especially yeah. how Geelong was, you know, constant, well, pretty regularly. Well, they, top. they owned all the pubs and stuff, didn't they? Like when you're Absolutely. 18 and starting to go out, like yeah. Lambies and stuff, were they owned by players? They're all owned by players. Uh, they were big men on campus. I mean, it's amazing now this new generation, they're obviously taught to go, all right, you know, you're human, you're fallible, because back then they could just walk into anywhere yeah. and everyone would just fawn all over them. Um, like, the best for me was Gary Hocking in that, uh, even knowing that I was coming on this podcast... Me, uh, I was, whiskers. Well, that was the thing. I'm like, <laughs> what an era where... I remember him being out for three weeks because he rolled his ankle during his Garbo run. Yeah, like, that's right. A kid yeah. did a kick to kick. Yeah. The kid's like, oh, Buddha, can I kick it to you? He's like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have gone back for the recyclables. This isn't good. <laughs> and then a man who, yeah, changed his name to Whiskers for a week just for sponsorship for Geelong when they were struggling. Well, my... Buddha Hocking highlight is a piece we used to play on before the game. Over and over again, they had a club barbecue. And the, for some reason, the, the snags and the bread were on the back of a trailer. And there was a, a 
a, a, sl- a slopey sort of bit of metal like off a ramp, the, yeah. like a ramp where people would walk mm. up to the trailer. And it'd been raining, so he's got a beer in one hand and he's got a sausage and a piece of bread in the other hand, <laughs> and he's wearing thongs. And he tries to gently manoeuvre his way down this ramp off the trailer, and then just like in a cartoon, his feet fly in the air. He just lands on his ass oh. on yeah. this ramp, and then just goes oh, like no one's even watching. Just stands up and walks off. <laughs> Kept his snag, though. Kept his snag and the beer intact. He always had good balance. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's a hard sausage kid. Would would you see dudes around the town, like, walking by? Do you ever remember? Uh, Billy Brownless used to work at the Commonwealth Bank down on Ryrie Street. Quick question. Did you ever touch his wife or wallet? (laughs) (laughs) You never touch a man's wife or wallet. (laughs) Mate, he's down at the bank. In that order. (laughs) He knows that because he worked in the bank. Yeah. (laughs) Give us a 12-month statement and a photo of your missus. Let's have a look. Scary uh, <laughs> checkbook. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh. It was a passbook back then. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Um, anyway. I, I do remember... Uh, who else was it? There was uh, Sanderson, I think it was. He worked at a local gym. Oh, yeah. Like, of course yeah. I did. But that was just leading with your chin because guys that would come in who were just portly and overweight that were barely struggling to go on one of those uh, stationary bikes would go... Fuck, you know what you guys are doing wrong? And like, <laughs> yeah. you'd have to be sitting at the front counter going, yeah, yeah. tell me what we did wrong, yeah, you yeah. fat son of a bitch. Of everything, yeah. Yeah, the poor guy. And just... were you in Geelong for the, uh, like the, the second reincarnation of the, the grand final teams, or were you out of there by then? Two, no, 2007 I was distinctly out, and I was at a mate's pub, I do remember, and because we were hammering port, it was like everyone else hated the entire thing because yeah. it was, what, 101 points. But I remember my mate calling me after his son, he goes, you've got to catch the V-line down here. It's just like... Oh, <laughs> Oh, just, yeah. Bogan Carnival. Yeah, like it, was, <laughs> and it would have been amazing. It was 44 years. Like it, it was crazy. And also, we've got a distinct chip on our shoulder. Like It really does. And then we don't know what to do when something's going really well. Yeah, yeah. Like We're like, oh, we're used to being really shit at things. How yeah. does this work? Yeah. <laughs> and for the first time in history, people were rushing to Geelong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah pyramid this turns profit. You go, what's going on here? Yeah. But I, weird. I remember there was overlay on the news when they said Geelong's won for the first time in 44 yeah. years. And there was a guy standing just in the centre of town on a car but just with his pants around his ankles just going because like, he didn't know how to celebrate so, to, to, to be fair that was Billy Brownless <laughs> that bloke had been there for years and, and your parents are still down there yeah, still yeah. So how did they find it with Cameron Ling was mayor? Like, did he do a lot of good things around the town? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I think his tenure was rigged. Uh, I don't think he earned the job. <laughs> I saw him in the cloak, Rosie. Yeah, no, fair He point. earned it. They were the halcyon days before we had then Darren Lyons. Yeah. Which yeah. I think we've gone from strength to strength. He's, uh, got, yeah. he's got some abs. Here's a little fun fact for you. Both of them own a nightclub. So yep. I think that's the consistent way that it works. <laughs> that's how you become mayor in Geelong. That's exactly right. They're <laughs> going to get Mike Myers right. from Studio 54 next. <laughs> yeah. And... That should be fun. Doesn't Lee own half of Geelong? Like owns heaps of pubs and stuff like that? Does Mm. he live in Geelong still? They usually live down in Torquay. That's okay. been the big draw. Like, it's yep. amazing now that all the modern players want to come down there and we're like, why? But then I realise that they all live down in, like, Lawn. Yeah, I realise, like, with um, Danger Mouse going over there, kind of go, like, yeah. Adelaide's very nice. And then you kind of go back to Geelong and... Bloody Mogs Creek. Yeah. Mogs Creek. Does he live in Mogs Creek? Has he moved to Mogs Creek? Well, Dangerfields are a huge family in Mogs Creek. Yeah. They're, okay. like, they're like the Clampets or something like that. Yeah. Like when you say a huge family of Mogs Creek, how many people in Mogs Creek? Like, 12, well, 3. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and they're all, Danger's gone. And they're all Dangerfield, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they are. They're all, they're all like... I did, my, one of my teachers is... Uh, my old high school teachers is his uncle. And they're all... The Dangerfields are all down. They're all surfers. They all just take yeah. over Mogs Creek. <laughs> the main street's Dangerfield Street. Pub's called Dangerfields. Yeah. That's it. I like it. So he just went back to... I the don't Dangerfield know. and Wheelbarrow. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's just a, he just wants to keep the gene pool very close, <laughs> don't you? So how did yeah. you feel in 07 when they did win? Like we, you talked about men crying before. Were there a few tears shed by uh, Mr Thornton? Mate just sent me a video only, well, also about 18 months ago to remind me, and I was, I, I don't recall this, but standing on uh, the table. At the <laughs> on pub. a car. Yeah, yeah, along with yeah. Yeah. Your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch me wallet on me, Mrs. <laughs> Fuckhead. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I was screaming that I don't remember. Yeah. You know, uh, that was actually the night uh, fellow comedian Harley Breen, I, uh, he reminded me of this too, I, 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 re- I, I made out with him. No, and that's not like, oh, yeah, you lamp to kiss on a man. I, yeah. I made out with him. Okay. I just, well, you won a flag. Yeah. Well, things what, I'd do. Carlton never won a flag. No, you? And when we, we three, Peter, Liv and I, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we dated, of it. dated we for do. a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get rid of the Gatorades and just be khaki from here on. Booted my wife out of the house. and just yeah, beautiful, beautiful relationship, yeah. yeah. So that's what you do when you three, Pete, mate. That's what you do. Four, yeah. Pete. Um, <laughs> We're going to bring some more people into this. <laughs> Hire the harness now <laughs> down payment on that in round one yeah it's oh mate you just lose your mind don't you when i was it's only weddings and i think grand final wins when everyone goes yeah fair enough you can do what you want you yeah, like, better off were but, you were you be so when you won in 07 you were around surrounded by the right people and what i mean by that is people who were embracing the joy in the same way that you were yeah because initially a lot of my mates weren't going for geelong but it was amazing it was like uh it's like you had the golden ticket mm-hmm. because it had been that long and everyone yeah. just it was like the red sea would part for you you had a geelong scarf on in 2007 which distinctly changed the next years when we won but yeah. then they're like oh, yeah. you know you nine it was go. like all right then 11 yeah. oh fuck off yeah. like oh no we've noticed that as hawthorne fans yeah <laughs> fuck you yeah don't they oh the vitriol no. towards hawthorne fans is a is not enough around and yeah. also <laughs> well deserved bingo, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> no, you we're guys are fuckheads <laughs> We're humble, Adam. We're humble. <laughs> humble so we're yeah. good for the game, mate. Are How you? many times have Which you bit? seen teams win four, four flags? I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's history. You've never seen... You've got to be like 100 years old to have remembered another team winning mm. four flags in a row. Mm. So we're good. We're good history, for history. Mate. We're good for memories. Do you want yeah. history? No. Uh, <laughs> fuck history. No, but, you know... Okay, I'll tell you why this is annoying. And I don't know your history with Hawthorne or whatever. But the thing is, because at my age, all my mates grew up in the 80s. Yeah. Ipso facto, go for Hawthorne. Yeah. Like, you always talk to them and they go, yeah, my dad went for Richmond. Mum goes for yeah. the doggies. And why'd you go for Hawthorne? Because they won. Yeah. And, and yeah. then, so it's not as if we're sitting here going, oh, wow, like, you know, you guys have finally had... You've finally got your time to shine. No, you're right. I'm like, I hated you in primary school. I hate you now. Yeah. Like, so it's, <laughs> it's consistent. We've been amazing forever. That's the message. <laughs> yes. Right. That's what people say we're arrogant. I don't know where they get that from. <laughs> so I know, I know this is a loaded question because it's, it's going to bring up bad memories and also it's our team. But what about 2008 by the fact... What were your thoughts going into that game? And if I've got a vague memory, you tell me, you told me sorry about maybe the players got a bit ahead of themselves. They were talking about maybe getting tattoos and stuff before they won. Or oh, there was all of that. And I mean, you remember the huddle beforehand, and Tom Harley had that stupid shit-eating grin on his face, like, "Oh, this is just going to happen, guys." And then oh, <laughs> I remember sitting at the stands, and for some reason, this is a very fan thing to do. I sat there and watched you, uh, your team, just get all of the medals. Like, remember this for next season. The oh, fuck yeah. have You're I a got fan. to do? Yeah, wow. <laughs> How am I going to pump myself? Yeah. Up for next season. Yeah. I'm going to put in a good preseason, guys. <laughs> yeah, you kind of, it's yeah. funny when you do stuff like that. You go, it would be character building, and then you go, how much fucking character do you need? I don't want a bunch of assholes get medals. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like that was. Oh, I remember uh, my mates who were all going for Hawthorne, and just the look of sympathy on their face, which was worse. Like I saw them yeah. in the pub afterwards, and they're like, "Oh, jeez, I made it feel 
just feel sorry for you. Like, fuck off. I, yeah. I, I, didn't, shit, I, didn't do that. I didn't do that with any Geelong yeah. fans that I know. No, no, I remember when I, I walked in on you and, and Jambo boning. You just yeah. went and have a shit one. <laughs> Eat it, dickhead! <laughs> Was that to me or Chambo? Yeah. Either of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, I, I interviewed uh, Bomber Thompson at a sportsman's night and he said that in 07... It was, they were all completely focused. And he said the difference to him was in 07, when they won, after the game, they didn't even, no one, there was no functions organised, they didn't know where to go, there were no arrangements were made for the partners, because everyone's entire focus was on the game. Yep. He said in 08, he said they finished the game, he said he had four fucking wristbands. And he said he had all these functions he had to go, that said they had just organised everything planning for the win. Mm-hmm. So they had, they were organised, but they had nothing to celebrate. So had, <laughs> because they put so yeah, much energy into the victory You still victory want free piss, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but he was confused as to why he was wearing so yeah. many wristbands. Jeez, I'm going a big day out. How did yeah. this work out? <laughs> yeah. This is weird. <laughs> Splendour in the grass. Um, and why does Bomber Thompson need wristbands? Surely he could get in. Yeah, just, um, yeah hope so. coach, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. on the list, Chief? Yeah. 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 But then they have the joy of 2009, 2011. 2009, though, it was one of those ones because it was the complete reverse. It was unexpected. I mean, there's all those things because it was a wet game. Yeah. It, it was, was a like, great game. And Were St Kilda crapped themselves. Yeah. I remember when uh, Stevie Milne couldn't happen to a better player, jackknifed a, a kick where he just, his foot hit the turf as he was lining up for goal and just yeah. shanked it. And you're like, oh, this is ours. This is great. We didn't expect it. And then <laughs> I had four or five shots in half an hour, was vomiting 10 minutes later, got a cab home at... Like five o'clock or whatever. <laughs> like I just, it was ridiculous. I thought I've been through this before. I've, I've done all-nighters. How did I not figure this one out? Ironically, that's how Stephen Milne's night finished. <laughs> <laughs> and so you feel bullish about the, uh, the catch this year because it's a big match tomorrow. Hawthorne, mm. Geelong, the Easter Monday tradition. Yeah. yeah, well, we were just talking about when we were the start. What do you reckon, Lee, mate? Uh, I think it's going to be a very close game. Yeah. I can't believe that the bookmakers have got Hawthorne so far in front. They're like a dollar seventy. Geelong are two forty. Who in the room? We survey the room. Who thinks Geelong are going to win tomorrow? Round of applause. Just say, oh, you better yell it out. It's a podcast. Oh, only a couple of so two or three, three hands, hands up. Three three just yeah. all right. And Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah, some more on the Hawks. All right. So probably survey. So maybe two or three people reckon Geelong, and then maybe two hundred and seventy-five (laughs) thousand. Yeah, probably reckon Hawthorne. Yeah, because it's a big room. Big room. Are you counting the balcony? Oh yeah. yeah. Give us a wave, guys. Give us a wave. Okay. You got the binoculars out. <laughs> is that the royal booth? It's up there. <laughs> right, so let's talk. Let's talk about the season. How good is it that uh, Collingwood had eleven players who were positive to hair tests? I was a little bit disappointed. I thought eleven's a little low. I must admit, I heard eleven. What the fuck were they doing? I thought oh, they've dodged a bullet there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, but apparently eleven's high. Third on the ladder, apparently. Well, yeah. So they're the, the top the hair three. Te- so the, I love that the AFL had a hair test ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Collingwood were third on that ladder. Yeah. I bet yeah. You yeah. We love ladders. Fucking bottom. <laughs> we love ladders, whether it be yeah. road toll. Drug testing, we love it. I, I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder who the hair test wooden spoon team was. Well, that's the thing. So it's a good point, isn't it? Eddie's come out pretty angry today, so it's a bit of a stitch up. And uh, it's, so they're the top three, so that means there are two teams ahead of them because if they were top number Gold one, Coast. then they'd be. Mm. Well, obviously. But it's you're, a on le- the it, it's so you're on the Goldie, mate. What else are you going to do? Oh, Does a part of you still want Hawthorne to be number one? Well, no. Well, I, I, I agree with Adam. I agree with Adam. When I think of the team that would be number one, it's going to Gold Coast, obviously. It has to be Gold Coast. has to be. Yeah, Weekend at Warwick's, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. But they're... <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you can get through it. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> chopping those blonde locks into the tester yeah, and just watch it shut down. 
So it's a it's a leak. So I understand yeah. Collingwood's frustration. Now, so why why was Collingwood leaked and not any other team? And who's doing the leak? I mean, Gill must be furious. Gill must be walking around very. He's taking names at the AFL. Oh. <laughs> he must be absolutely ropeable. Um, but also, t- if I'm right, they're testing off season, so it doesn't actually. Count. count. No, it didn't count because they no. said it was for research. So okay. they were going to research like which... So to research how many players are co-kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Basically. Exactly. And and who's, also, which ones are losers. And also, I mean, yeah. I understand, you know, boys will be boys. But, um, gee, if, you, if you're at Collingwood, you've had two players suspended for snorting something and then get banned for a, yep. a year or two. Jeez, mm. you're... You, you, it's it's got to be in the back of your head you, when you're leaning over that toilet seat and Limo's there going, go on, mate, do it. <laughs> She'll be right. Yeah. With a set of clippers ready to clip yeah. 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 it. Well, we'll shave your hair off, mate. Where are <laughs> <laughs> Just slip me a 50, we'll be even. I, I, I'd love to see, because apparently nearly every player uh, gave, a, um, gave a sample, uh-huh. gave a hair sample. I'd like to be the bloke who's taking Jake Carlisle's hair sample. Yeah. <laughs> just laugh. And Jake Carlisle going, do you really need to take yeah. it? <laughs> he just ruffle it and all the coke would just yeah. fall out like talcum yeah. powder. Well, you, yeah, you, you could have taken the afternoon off. It's called screenshot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you feel for Jakey because he actually came out during the week saying that part of his drug-taking reasoning was the stress from the Essendon drug scandal. So mm. he said that I've been so bombarded with emotions that I need to snort stuff and then send it to my mate in Snapchat. Yeah. Well, did they... I thought they got... Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I As thought they got... a tradition. You, you, you know that. It's, <laughs> it's full-body massages and whale songs or three grams of coke. Yeah. 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 You say tomato. But he was sort of saying that, you know, it was, it was Essendon that, you know... Uh, Took him down that path. I don't remember them snorting Thymosin Beta 4. Like, I'm pretty sure they were injected. They're not yeah, there yeah. doing lines of it. Yeah, yeah. And did you watch, four, you watch Four Corners during the week? Did you see yeah. that on Monday? Yeah. So, about Essendon taking a, a play, well, play to guess in the court, trying to find out what he actually took, and then. How dare he? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then, what is your what, fucking problem, mate? What, what an upstart. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but the whole thing, it's just like, oh, it's, it's, just a, it's just a perfect storm of scumbags, isn't it? Really? Like, well, all the people in power there, just like. And then disregard for Mate, the these are just mum and dad drug dealers. I don't know why <laughs> you have to get stuck into them like that. <laughs> okay, they're just trying to earn a living. Talk. They're just regular people yeah. injecting other people. Just your salt of the earth. Yeah, exactly. It's your mum and, yeah. mum and pop. At least I think it was salt. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Dank just trying to get ahead. Yeah. I, I wish I was a fly on the wall when Stephen Dank saw the Maria Sharapova press conference. Because he just would have gone, oh, fuck meldonium. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Well, you don't want to catch... <laughs> slip through his net. You don't want to catch diabetes like that. Catch diabetes. Well, that's why she took it, so she wouldn't oh, get she, diabetes. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. why? That's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why. Just, don't you reckon... Yeah. Don't you reckon with yeah. a sheriff over thing? <laughs> yeah, that's why. I always look at it from a point of view of a man that just kind of has a normal job where I'm just like, see, so still, you make 68 million bucks. <laughs> But now you get four years off work. I'm like, yeah. that's a fucking cracker. Like yeah. if, I, if I can swindle that, I'm You're really happy. Yeah. That's not bad. And I do love this year that Essendon have moved on, or they're trying to move on, and their coach is a qualified pharmacist, yep. John Worsfold. Yeah. And their number one recruit is Ryan Crowley. The first go-to guy. <laughs> the first go-to guy is Ryan Crowley, who's just completed the 12-month suspension. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's well, the Bandito's busy. <laughs> <laughs> Backlines the coffin chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he took methadone. It's like, no, let's, let's target him, the first guy. I mean, he's begging on Smith Street. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Eddie came out this week. 
shop mm. news. But also, <laughs> he came out this week and said <laughs> that he wants to have a big blockbuster again. When Sydney and Collingwood, they used to do this every now and then. They'd actually get a whole round to themselves every now and then, just play one game. Oh, that's right. They were the only team not having a bye, weren't yeah, they? So yeah, so he wants to do this again. He wants to get it, make it bigger than the state of origin, get everybody up to Collingwood and Sydney, um, have the Adam Goods medal. He said he wants that because right. he's trying to make yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's, you know who should present that is that little girl, the little Collingwood supporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Escorted up stage, on stage by, by her grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such the one natural. no player wants in the trophy yeah. cabinet. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah. good. No, I'm, I'm good. I don't have a photo with you, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, no, and the pre- pre-game entertainment, they're going to have a montage of songs from the musical King Kong, and then yeah. they're going <laughs> to... <laughs> He's got too far. And uh, so he wants to have... I don't know if he wants to have Jesus. this at the SCG or at ANZ. I think at the SCG. I don't think people want to play at ANZ anymore. But he no. says he wants to make it as big as State of Origin. Um, he does realise State of Origin is pretty fucking massive. No, it's massive, yeah. He says that weekend you shouldn't be able to walk down a street without seeing a Collingwood scarf, cap or jumper on. At Taronga Park Zoo on the Harbour Cruises, you name it, should just be full of Collingwood. We'd what? go on mass and we'd take over the town. We'd have functions everywhere. and a great, he, he, he keeps talking. We'd have, <laughs> <laughs> we'd have functions everywhere. And the great thing about when Collingwood goes on the march, we've got everything from a caravan park through the penthouses full. Yeah. Yeah. I says, definitely think the caravan parks. Yeah. You've got those covered. I think caravan parks. Has anyone hair tested Eddie? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got some just harebrained scheme. He just rolls them out on a wet. It's like he had a massive brainstorm pre-season. Yeah. So the first one, he's new stadium. Out. Yeah, new stadium. Next yeah. one, yeah. A, a Sydney Collingwood Goods Medal State of Origin style. Because he was claiming responsibility for the final eight for a long time too. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was his idea. Yeah, well, the, the way they changed it. Because remember how it was one versus eight. The old eight McIntyre system. Yeah. yeah. Now it's, the, uh, it's the Duckworth Law system. <laughs> <laughs> but he says the line here... Um, uh, says like uh, it's kind of out of the blue. That's why Bob Carr once rang me up and said, "I'll give you five million to play on Anzac Day." I don't really know what that means. <laughs> Just on the phone. G'day, Bob Carr. Five million Anzac Day. Who do you play? I don't know. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> so uh, that's his big push uh, for this year. He wants to make it bigger than State of Origin. Do you reckon that's a chance? No. Oh, no. Well, it certainly didn't help last night, them getting flogged. True, they did that get done, great, didn't they? They got done by about 80 points. Yeah, yeah, that was a state of depression, wasn't it? Yeah. Was, no, it was, they're just, uh, they're on oh, the... Poor old Swanee. Swanee hurt himself, last too. Last night. The problem was he's got a tattoo of a broken leg on his leg, so it took him a while <laughs> Seriously? to identify that it's an extra... Doctors nah. have no Well, there's idea. probably all those... Um, <laughs> He's probably at least all those payments he's got to give for those illicit drugs to whatever criminal syndicate. They're like, oh, he broke his own foot for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's Dave Thornton there just wanting to get shot up. By, um, <laughs> we just want to be very clear. That was Dave will be performing at the Comedy Festival at <laughs> 8.30. <laughs> it's funny, there's a camaraderie with comedians, isn't it? You, all you three went, hey. yeah. <laughs> He's backed away from it. Have and then late breaking news, we've got uh, Bulldogs have beaten Frio by 65 points. So Zach Dawson obviously didn't kick them in the last five <laughs> no. minutes. And uh, St Kilda off to a good start against Port. They're nine points up about uh, a minute left in the second quarter. Yeah, it's a good week of football. Really good week of football. What well, do you think? It has been fun that footy's back. We're all excited about that. Yeah. Should they be playing on Good Friday? Of course they should. 
It's what Jesus would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Jesus was pretty strong on playing footy on Good Friday. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he loved sport. He was yeah. a sports I mean, lover, we, generally. We remember the, um, the Last Supper on the Thursday night. Bowl of pasta. Uh, Carb loading. Yeah, got a bit of Gatorade <laughs> in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. was very strong yeah. in that. Wine bukkake party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, be- the best thing about Jesus, of course, is which is why he was such a good footballer mm. back then, is because yeah. there's a lot of chat in the AFL about your ability to recover from injury. <laughs> <laughs> so you could kill him on a Saturday. Help. He's at bloody training, too. <laughs> no, but his recovery was really poor because he walked on the water and you've got to get in uh, the yeah, cold water. Yeah, no, Judas thinks there's a position freed up. He's finally making the 18. <laughs> <laughs> now he's back. Be interesting reading the paper where they list the injuries. It's a bit like Mitchell hamstring four weeks, Gibson shoulder ten weeks. Jesus dead available. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, how did that go? That's <laughs> not you bad. Know, you know, they, they always abbreviate it to it's ACL, it's like CFX. What's that? Oh, crucifix. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> I mean, it's we did good. always talk about the Fab Four with the Brisbane Lions. Obviously, Jesus had the Fab Four, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It works yeah. out. Yeah. That deserved more, you motherfuckers. <laughs> did it, mate? Yeah. Did Someone it. went to a Catholic school. Yeah. 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 midfield. I, uh, I'm strong and be a good Friday, and I think to kind of, you know, change it up a little bit. Uh, let's talk about North and Carlton. Well, Carlton have said that they've come back into the mix and they're trying to attach it to the Royal Children's Hospital by saying that North and Carlton are the right closest proximity So, but that logic, does, if, if it happens right. like this year, does Carlton play Richmond on a Thursday and then back up on the Good Friday and play North? Is that No, the next Easter Good Friday that's first round is 2024. Oh, OK. I did some research on Good. it. Good. But gotcha. by that logic, if they're the closest, <laughs> does that not mean that Frio get... Frio and West Coast should play in the Anzac Day game because they're closest to Gallipoli. (laughs) 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 That is a very good point. Man, you'll know, Rosie, that invariably the Melbourne Comedy Festival kicks off as does the first game of the season. Which I always miss the first Carlton-Richmond game, which hasn't been too bad of late. But it's it's so interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, let's be honest, with that game, invariably it's, for us that don't go through the side, it's... All right, let's see who's going to have a miserable season after this game. Yeah, oh, it's, it it's really pumped up, isn't it? Like, it's, it's, it's either mm. Richmond fans, you know, microwaving the membership or it's Carlton fans just going, oh, it's all happening again. Get rid of like, Old House again. Th- 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 one particular game, that, uh, there's so much kind of attention put onto it. I, like, thought, no, both, I thought both teams were winners, to be honest with you. I thought Carlton, you guys we did all right, didn't we? were about 20 goals better than I thought you were going to be. Yep, mm. same. Uh, and Richmond won. Yeah, no, I think that both was... <laughs> I think that possibly both more important, some and would the, argue. And the highlight for me, Sean Hampson finally made his way into Carlton's best players. <laughs> he was playing for Richmond. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Had a shocker. But um, I always find, though, if you fin- when you finish your show at the Comedy Festival, when you're walking around, you see guys in scarves, and it's, it's really the game where it can go either way when you say how... To- who won? Uh, yeah, like yeah. you just you see people who are just fucking livid, like, yeah. and then you're like, how the hell are you gonna class yeah. me? How did you um, How did you feel after the game? Oh look, we, I thought I thought the Blues we probably should have won it because they had their chances. Yeah. And, Only nine points, yeah. Yeah, and we did really well, even though we had to, you know, use Levi Casbolt. So I yeah. think. <laughs> We've almost gotten away with it. And we're almost full strength. And Richmond had a fair few out. So I think we're going to be in trouble against Sydney next week. But I thought they showed a lot more than they did last year at any stage. So and and now that you've got finally... I mean, it was tough for you guys with only three number one draft picks. Yeah, no, we need... But now that you've got four number one draft picks, <laughs> yeah. you've really got something oh, to build on. We could be top on. 16. <laughs> yeah. 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 
<laughs> You're right, that Dave. In terms of like seeing fans after comedy festival shows, I remember a few years ago I finished a show and I wandered out, standing ovation. Don't want to make a big deal about it. And um, and I saw some Fremantle fans and I just went up to them, you know, said who won the game, mm. and they came back at me with the strongest Scottish accents I've ever heard in my entire life. And I was like, none of this computes right now. Like there are Fremantle fans in Melbourne. What are you doing here? It's a long trip to come. And then, what the fuck? You're from Scotland. I don't get any... What is going fuck on right racist. now? <laughs> I mean, that's what's coming through here. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what was disappointing about Friday night? Fucking oh. horses. Are you yeah. about to say that? Yeah, say. Say. The no horses! Fucking... <laughs> we missed, I've just written it down here. The horses. Mate. But, so, Richmond's plan. Liam's. Do you hear yes. about this one? Obviously. They were going to have horses run around the MCG. Full pelt. And I was going to go... And Punch a horse. Yeah, are you going to punch a horse? Yeah. Well, Dale Braithwaite sung <laughs> the horses, horses. Yep. and then they had to cancel it because they realised it was a shit idea. <laughs> 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 they cancelled it because the horses wouldn't wouldn't keep into the uh, the track, so the artificial turf, which if you look at the ground, isn't very wide. It's only about a metre wide. And they said sometimes in the practice the horses would veer off because they were embarrassed and they wanted to run for the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had Dale Braithwaite sing horses. So anyone there at the game that maybe yeah, oh, you you did see it? Yeah. So where was Braithwaite singing? Uh, question with that notice, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, can't even was remember. He, was was he that he impactful? Can't even remember. Was he actually on the ground or was he in that platform no, he was, area? He was in the stand. In the stand, yeah, 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 yeah. singing yeah. horses. On the stage. And so they cancelled it and... Uh, and oh, well, you worried, I wouldn't want my horse doing an ACL. Not this early in the season. No, that's a good you point. Know, I mean, they can get Lars and they'll be back mid-season, but yeah. it's just not the same horse. One of the rumours they cancelled is because they were frightened Chris Yaring would eat one of the horses. I'm not sure if that's true at this stage, because he's a fat fuck that we need to... Don't get a Shetland, they've got little legs, they can't run away. But I'm fascinated, that, though. This is Hawthorne's song, isn't it? Well, horses, haven't we put a mortgage on horses? I would have thought so. I would have yeah, figured, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but yours. It, it's also um, the idea that, that that went through a marketing meeting. Like, people sat around a table at Punt Road and said, right, what we're going to... Like, even the person who organised Angry Anderson and Batmobile would have seen that idea and gone, that's fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, maybe it was a person who used to work at North Melbourne who <laughs> got, the who elephant. got the elephant through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll move on, because we've only got about ten minutes left, dudes. It's very sad. Mm. Should we pump up the Ds? Let's pump up the Ds. They look great. Two-point win over the GWS. Who are going to Amazing. Be over the, yeah. yeah, they won the Tom Scully Cup. Good on them. That's great. <laughs> um. And Jesse Hogan stood up. He wasn't playing very well, and then he kicked three last quarter goals. So they were looking great. Mm. And Jack Watts was out there. So it was all um, <laughs> it was all really positive for the for the Demons. Jack looked all right. I watched a bit of the replay He did right today. in the last quarter, right. yeah. I saw uh, Jack Watts just before on Chapel Street. Oh, really? Really? Yes. I was driving. He was getting out of his car. And um, he it. didn't trip over or anything. He just yeah. <laughs> got out. It was a really clean exit. <laughs> Dropped uh, his keys. <laughs> uh, shut the door behind yeah. him. To be honest, that was his Uber car. He's just yeah. organising his backup. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Just He Ubers on weekends. You all need a fallback. You yeah. never know where this is going. <laughs> he thought he was on Williams Road. But uh, he's right. fucking lost. Actually, and, then, and then up a little bit further, I saw uh, Jack Rewalk. Oh, dude, it's all happening. Riding a white horse. Football. Up, yeah. Up Chapel Street. <laughs> Footballers in real life's happening. Actually, if anybody does have any great footballers in real life stories, tell us after this. I really want to shout one out at the top of their head. Footballers in real life, very quickly, because we love those stories. Good chat. None of them? Uh, okay. <laughs> now, Michael, there was a list that came out this week of the top 50 movers and shakers Absolutely. in I'll AFL, and somehow uh, there was a glaring omission. Is that correct? Like we the junk time AFL podcast. Yeah, we weren't yeah. on it. Oh no, it's, uh, I've, I've scoured the list. Maybe we made fifty-one. 
but we're not yeah, okay. definitely in the top 50. So this is written by Ashley Brown, who for some reason thinks he knows about football, but obviously doesn't oh. because we're not on the list. Is this Harold Sun? Is this age? Where are we looking? Uh, no, this is our website. So number one. <laughs> Ashley's made a very powerful enemy. Well, that's the Yeah. I mean, we're, uh, we're a Thorno and I. Uh, again, you guys might be 52, 53, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but Probably 51. I yeah. mean, we have yeah, a fair bit of sway. Likely. I mean, obviously, we're performing to 200,000 people here. You know who's dis- yeah. you know uh, disappointed we didn't make it? It was Robbo. Well, Robbo... Like we is he on there? Is Robbo oh, on there? Because oh, Robbo would have been like, oh, can you... Oh, it just... Oh, <laughs> uh, but I just... Oh, it, uh, Jared, uh, uh, bourbon. Uh, 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 oh, I need a bourbon. Oh, uh, did you have no idea what we were going to talk about tonight, Robbo? <laughs> yeah. Is this all a surprise to you? Passionate. <laughs> so I'll go through the top ten, okay? We'll read out the top ten. I, I, I should <laughs> scan it now. Well, Ross Lyons at 29. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not happy I'm not one, but you know, I figure like these fucking 28 other fuckheads, I'm like fucking bash the fuck out of them because... I mean, I'm pretty relaxed, but in fact, I'm a, I'm a, cow, I'm a powder keg waiting to go off. <laughs> I'll stab anyone in the face. Uh, Mark Robinson, 13, man of the people. What's Robert. it say? Wow. Uh, uh, same as Alf Brown, Mike Sheehan, uh, he's the bloke in the outer, um, for 360, SEN. Uh, he is the... Co- he is the Conduit to the people, and while some don't necessarily like him, is his it? commentary can't be ignored, said one club official. That's obviously a made up quote because they yeah. would have given a name. <laughs> Top He's 10. Not a conduit? I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, run into Robbo, you know, when I fall and tripped over into a gutter or a urinal and just go, Robbo, what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> Robbo's often there though. When yeah, those yeah, things happen. <laughs> Number one, Gillen McLaughlin. That's a pretty fair pick. Like, you would have thought. Mate, it's well. an AFL website. He's just oh, sucking yeah, up to course, his fucking yeah, boss. Yeah. 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 What else is he going to put? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gill's just over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, me, yeah, you. Just, uh, you. <laughs> um, oh, you're great, Gill. Which is good, of course. Gil, I want to work over Easter weekend, you <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're, great, you're great, Jill. Uh, Gill. Oh, Actually, there's a, there's, a, there's a funny quote here. Gill is really smart, said one senior executive of AFL House. He gets things really quickly and can never be half prepared when you see him because he has a really quick grasp on the issues. It's just, it's just sucking up to keep your job, aren't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's exactly what's happened. That, that was actually written by Gill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Hey, uh, can we guess how many Twitter followers Robbo has? Oh, so okay. a man of a connection to the people. 50,000. Uh, he's got 140,000 yep. no That's pretty Twitter big. followers. That's yeah. huge. So, well, he's a man of the people. What's his last tweet say? His last tweet says... 140,000 is almost as many people as here at the podcast. As many people here in uh, (laughs) Wayne Jackson Studios, yeah. His last tweet is, looking forward to a pump-up on today's AFL Junk Time podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's a big fan. It says, Fremantle must have been named in the drugs scandal as well. Mine's not on the job. Beaten up by dogs as the pies were beaten up by the swans. Now... Wasn't that that's, a, that's a fairly thinly veiled swipe at Nathan Buckley, of course, because Bucks said that the drug thing would have had an impact as to why they played so Oh, OK. Yep, yep, yep. So the list, Eddie Maguire, two. Mm-hmm. Mike Fitzpatrick, three. No, mm-hmm. he should be further down, shouldn't he? What, what power's he got now? Well, isn't he on the way out as well? Yeah. Clarko, four. Yeah, Clarko should be higher. Caroline Wilson, five. Oh, Because she so does Caro, her arrow. So she's well ahead of Robbo. Yeah, she does, the, her, she does her arrow. That would have got her higher. Yeah, true. Yeah, she true. didn't have an arrow. <laughs> Actually, tomorrow on Footy Classified, I've got a sneak preview. Good call, bad call. Should mm. Carrie be number five? Yeah. 
pertinent call. Mm. Interesting Correct call. Call. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> potentially, aren't they just a collection of awful people? Potentially, <laughs> potentially sexist call. Forty class five. Never seen more grumpy people. Uh, Mark Evans, number six. Oh, Paul yeah. Marsh uh, from the AFL uh, oh, yeah. Players Association, number mm. seven. And then number eight, uh, Kerry. No, number eight, Jared Waitley. Really? Yep. Oh, and then number nine, Kerry Stokes. Number ten, Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch. No. Rupert Murdoch. Hang on. Really? Alistair Clarkson's <laughs> above Rupert Murdoch. Fucking <laughs> 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 what? Alan Wilson. Alan Wilson is above Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> Hang on. Mark Robinson's ahead of Rupert Murdoch. That's the headline there. Yeah, Rupert Murdoch. You know that multi, multi billionaire, the yeah, most, yeah. one of the most feared men in yeah. the world yeah. who owns fucking who, newspapers who, everywhere. Who owns the channel that Robbo works for yeah, yeah. and the paper that Robbo writes for. Yeah, that, he's he, less powerful than Robbo. He is less powerful than a Jared Whateley. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Waitley's got some power. These days are numbered, this Ashley guy, isn't he? <laughs> that is. Jeez, mate, you're biting the hand to feed you. Yeah, we've got Robbo there. We've got, we've got Lee Matthews at number 11. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with significant influence, I fear Lee Matthews remains a great. Um, and then we've got another list. We'll wrap up in five minutes. Can I just say okay. that the, the crowd here are loving your impersonations. Like, they are just being... They're just thinking, is, Le- is Lethal in the is building? Lee is here? Lethal coming up? It looks yeah. like Michael, but it's Lee. What would James Brayshaw have to say about that, Michael? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a... Oh, actually, we'll see where he is on the, on the list first he's off. He's got to be on the list, doesn't he? Yeah, I'll check it out. Actually, I think... Oh, he was number 50. Let me just check it out very quickly. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck. Where's he page? wouldn't Here be happy with 50, would he, No, JB? he would want to be. He'd want to be closer to Eddie. Oh, dude, if he got 50, oh, he'd put up the jukes. Let <laughs> <laughs> me a little dribble of claret. Yep. <laughs> Nearly made Off me the bonce. <laughs> me bonce exploded. Number 50, hat juggler, it says. Uh... There are more. There are a few more. You a uh, few more ubiquitous figures in football. That's the kind of word he'd use. Well, ubiquitous. Yeah. Uh, as the chairman of his kangaroos, he's relatively <laughs> low key. Relatively low yeah. key. That sounds like the complete opposite of yeah. James Brayford. That's not the Brayshaw I know. No. Um, uh, when the regulation of the Gold Coast, he's now he's a TV football institution. Quality high prize. That sounds like Brayshaw. So the big bud, yeah. And then we uh, have another list. Huffington Post put this one out. Oh, yeah. We'll wrap this up shortly. Oh. And, they, and they know footy. Like, if you want... All right. If you want to, Ari- if you want to know anything about footy. Ariana yeah. Huffington. Yeah. yeah. She is a mm. she's massive... Oh, yeah. she's mad Die hard doggies there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put out a list of the toughest mascots. Oh, so there we go. Now, Fuck, a couple okay. of years ago, we had a, we went through the list of coaches saying who would win a fight when all the fight? coaches had a fight. And we what, decided what was your the, conclusion? With the Scott brothers, it was our plan yeah. to take that yeah. have the Scott brothers take on Ross Lyon and Damien Hardwick at halftime of the grand final, fight to the death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but obviously that was a bit hard to get through. Legals. Yeah. <laughs> As we said, no man, that wasn't the kind okay, of thing so I wanted to see. They've got their toughest mascots, but do they allow for, like, has Skeeter, the Essendon one, does it have the Zika virus? Oh, okay. Potentially that could adjust where yeah, or not true. it sits on this list. True, true. Yeah. Well, I find interesting. I, actually, one thing I found interesting, I actually didn't really know the names of many of them. They actually have full names. So essentially the names that we we call them are actually often middle names as opposed to really? their full names. So, so, is, so it, is it ranked 18 to 1? Yeah, 18 to 1. can you do one. it from 18 to 1, unlike your other countdown, which went the wrong way? Yeah, for sure, yeah, for great. sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, we've got Sid Swanee Skilson at number 18. So I, I thought he was Ignatius Swan. For a long time I thought that was his name. Right. So um, what's the Swan's mascot? It's a swan. It's a swan. Yeah. Oh, geez, they're not pulling any punches, are they? So, yeah. <laughs> how'd, they 
<laughs> How'd they come up with that? Jesus, the brain trust there are working overtime. I mean, the thing is, it can't be that you throw some fucking bread, it takes off. Like, it's not, it's not going to be good in a fight. Because if it's the toughest mascot. Swans, you know, picture is, a, uh, yeah, particularly tough. I oh, think swans can no. get aggressive, though. They can you get aggressive. It's yeah, yeah. protecting territory. Yeah, but that's... If, if you're you... not handing your bread over. Yeah, yeah, but you just hit it with your golf club and then it's... <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, the free oh. golf clubs. Yeah, there. Is this thing yeah, on? Take on. Uh, Captain Carlson, number 17. Fuck off, he's massive. I know, that's uh, he's, he's massive. He's got a hovercraft? He's massive, but he's a cow. Oh, so, and he, fuck, that is... <laughs> I know, I know. You can't take a trick. Yeah, you know. And in fairness, what it's, uh, he's the blues mascot. So you're handing out fucking the blues. <laughs> he's giving depression. everyone depression. Yeah, that's yeah. You're going to win every time. Um, okay, we've got Jock One Eye. Game, Jock <laughs> One Eye Mc, McPie. I didn't know he was called that. One Eye. So it's Magpie. So, but there's a gif here of essentially on the, on the, on the webpage. It's um, him being humped by uh, Woofer. So, <laughs> like Woofer's humping his leg. Uh, Tiger Stripes Dyer comes in at 15. So hang on, what's, hang what's on, Tiger, tiger Dyer? so low? Yeah, yeah. What's Tiger's Tiger? No, but th- th- you just said just. Like, <laughs> that's a, a, a tiger is a so massive So you go, animal. what, Tiger then Magpie? It's not like, they're not just one step away from each other. Fucking, you get swooped by a tiger the other day. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't write the list. Yes. on my bike. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, well, you're going to be angry over this because the Gold Coast mascot's next after that, 14, comes ahead of the Tiger. What's well, a son, yeah? Well, well no, it's a cancer. dude. It's oh. a, just a dude. It's called Sunny Ray. It's just like a dude. Yeah, but he's gacked mm. to the eyeballs. Yeah, like it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take on anyone for at least a week. <laughs> he's got a $50 yeah. note in his hand. Yeah. He's, uh, he's likely to snap if he's coming down. <laughs> <laughs> they should have a... Um... What you fucking looking at? <laughs> Jeez, he ripped that tiger in two. <laughs> <laughs> is he wearing an Ed Hardy he's t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's gone that swan with a golf club. <laughs> you, fucking, you bring that tiger into cocktails and dreams. I'll show <laughs> scroll through. We've got Claude Crow at 13. Claude. Crow? How can a crow beat a magpie? Like, how do they just discern that? Well, now we've got some. We've got Bernie Gabba Vegas. So that's a lion. I, I've never heard that name ever. So Tiger and a lion have done already. Well, yes, yes. Okay. They're not even in the top yeah, ten. Weird. Mm. Johnny the Doc Docker, who looks a bit like a... Looks a bit like... I don't know. Well, he's just a dude as well. Should be a docker. Should he be... should be a real docker. Should be a, uh, just a guy straight well, yeah, up. Yeah, should like... be like a Dodger Union yeah, guy. Yeah, he's got like yeah. syphilis. Rick the Rock Eagle shall be number 10. Uh, he's here we too go. high. Here we go. Skeeter. Skeeter's number 9. Skeeter the mosquito. Um, Skeeter, yeah. obviously, he's been suspended for a year. Yep. Uh, we've got <laughs> Slam and Sam Tomcat. I've never heard these names before. Slam and I didn't know. G-Man. We've got our Suns fan down here. Giants fan, sorry. G-Man. G-Man looks like a Simpsons character in a way. He does. Um, but he's obviously tougher than a lion and a tiger, from what we've I'm heard. I'm starting to feel this list is not taken it seriously. I know. We've got Woofer. Woofer, yeah. Woofer number six. And Woofer's an actual dog as opposed to like a costume. Or uh-huh. maybe it's just a tiny person in a very lifelike do- <laughs> uh, dog outfit. Yep. Uh, Trevor St. Kilda. And so that's a dude essentially as well. Really should be a saint. Oh, he's got a halo. But so, he, mm. well, it's a deceased. Uh, person, so that, that's good for the kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got a dead body walking around. <laughs> oh, mummy, is it real? Um, we got the kangaroo, and he's got boxing gloves. Oh, boxing kangaroo, obviously. Uh, yeah, uh, Hawker, three number crescent. three. Hawker at number three. So should, be, should be number one. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the uh, third time he's come in. And uh, <laughs> Ronald D-Man. So that's a that's a demon with a moustache. Yeah, but what an unfortunate on, nickname. Ron, Just Ron? the D-Man. Uh, oh, demon, right. Yeah, Why has yeah, the demon yeah. got a, a moustache? Well, because he's, he's, he's evil. Yeah. <laughs> he's evil. <laughs> he's committed sin and has been uh, right. sentenced to eternity in D- hell. Demon ahead of a saint. Yes. Interesting thumbing a, of the yeah, nose. True, true, true. Yeah. And then yeah. the winner is Tommy Thunder Power. So the pot 
Adelaide oh, mascot. This is the like shittest a, list ever. Oh, no. It's like a, it's like oh. a lightning bolt. No, no, that's fair enough. I, I'd expect better reporting on AFL from Huffington Post, <laughs> if I've got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next time I see Ariana Huffington. <laughs> yeah. That's no, but I'm okay thing. with the power winning. I think if you, like, electricity can do damage. Yeah, true. I think so. <laughs> that certainly deserved it. But no, that's, that's a very good point, Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think, we've, uh, I think we've justified having an in-depth discussion about the most powerful mascots. <laughs> so whoever wrote this one, uh, they're, they're, who wrote it? Anthony Sharwood. Good on you, Anthony. Good on you, mate. You've wasted our time. <laughs> now, we better wrap it up, actually. Let's do plugs for shows. Comedy Festival. Adam. Uh, Life Hackers on at 9.45, 8.45, Sundays down at Acme at Fed Square. Get the tickets at comedyfestival.com.au. There we go. And if you want to know how good the show is, just take away the word life. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's good. It's banter. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My show is called War, Marriage and Puppy Love. Uh, it's about war, marriage, and puppy love. Really? You fucked a dog? That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> Woofer. And you then, got Woofer. And, and then married it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, I and married a dog. Sick. You're I'm not sick. I'm doing yeah, three right. shows only, Monday nights at the Town Hall, 7.15. Tickets at comedyfestival.com.au. I thought no. Uh, yes, my show, so on and so forth. It is on at 7pm, uh, 6pm Sundays, and uh, that's just down to Max Watts. Which is the old hi-fi. Oh, really? Is that uh, what it's called now? Yeah, that's what it's called now. Yeah, cool, man. Uh, yeah, and that is, weirdly enough, at the very same website yours are, uh, comedyfestival.com.au. Yeah. Oh, okay. yep. Interesting. Yeah, it's all there. We're going to be back here again next week, 3.30 at the Imperial Hotel. Hey, can we please say thank you so much to our friends here for you showing up. You guys are fantastic. Show us. The Junk Time Advert Podcast. We're going to put this out shortly. Go Hawks. Go Blues. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.